This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Right, it's Jerry Mace, the Kicking Lawyer. We're live again for another Law Talk. I'm trying to get this shared over to another page. And uh, before we get going, I want to remind you, if you haven't already, to please like, follow, and subscribe to us across podcast and uh, YouTube and etc. You can watch us on all kinds of stuff. We're also on TikTok. I like to tell everybody every day how Josh is going to do the dances. <laughs> it's his favorite. And then uh, the Covington Comic Con is returning to Covington on August 20th and 21st. And that'll be at the Covington Civic Center. It's two days this time. We had like 3,000 people last year. We're expecting around six this time. Uh, if you want to be a vendor or interested in sponsorship, just go to CovingtonComicCon.com. Also, we want to thank Michelle Allen. She's been a longtime sponsor of the podcast. She's the local Cry Like Realtor. She's and we finally got the new mics. And we did. Yeah, I know. I can't wait for her to come on and see. She sponsored us specifically for mics, and it's been like a year, and I didn't get new mic stands, and now she's happy. Also, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts. If you want to become your own kicking lawyer, uh, visit masonsmartialarts.com. And the cellar, which I will be there right after this, we're doing the first trivia night, and that's located right off the square here in Covington. The trivia starts at 6.30 tonight. The restaurant opens daily at 4 o'clock, and it's a 20s-themed prohibition and uh, prohibition-themed uh, restaurant and bar. And Masonite Digital Marketing. Josh did a new ad for us for the cellar. I don't know if you guys saw that earlier today. If you didn't, it's pretty cool. It's like kung fu-themed. Uh, but he'd be glad to help you out with the same type services. Just visit Mason, MasonightMarketing.com. So joining me today is, and that's why I got all this hardware here, is we have uh, Mr. Grant Hatton. Hatton is also known as uh, Bam Bam Bundy, I think. Yes, sir. And before we got going, me and Josh were watching some of your uh, action, and uh, it looked like it was televised. Is that stuff televised? Yes, sir, it is. Uh, currently, I work for uh, Tennessee Championship Wrestling, which is uh, this heavyweight channel right here. Uh, and they uh, do television tapings once a month that goes through uh, West Tennessee News Talk and their YouTube channel. That's cool. Yeah, it looked really professional. It looked good. Thank you. Yeah, so in, in, uh, we've gotten sort of to know each other indirectly through some emails, and, and we have a mutual friend, David Stowers, my law partner, and uh, so I'm glad to have him on to talk about, as you, as you guys know, I'm a professional wrestling fan. And uh, anyway, we were talking about an event you got coming up. Why don't you go tell us about that? Yes, so August the 12th, we're going to have a back-to-school bash in Selmer, Tennessee. It's going to be featuring WWE Hall of Famer and Memphis' own Jerry the King Lawler. And the awesome thing about this event is we're, you know, the world's all about unity right now. And that's what we're going to get to do with this. We are having stars from CW Memphis TV, the Memphis Championship Wrestling. We've got stars from EPW Wrestling out in Boonville, Mississippi. We've got, also got our Tennessee Championship Wrestling. Of course, Jerry Lawler, worldwide wrestling star. Um, we're, we're coming back to Selmer, a town that's let us do our TV, that's been real great to us for 10-plus years. And we want to give back to the students. We want to give back to the community. Just a wholesome family fun night. And where is that at? It's going to be in Selmer, Tennessee. I know where that is, but where is it at in Selmer? Oh, it's going to be at the Selmer Community Center. Uh, okay. That's uh, 205 North 5th Street, I think. Okay. And uh, Selmer's Hardeman County. Hard, uh, it's or, McNary County. I'm in McNary. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's a, a walking tall country yeah. over there. Yeah. There you go. Beaufort Buster Territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how long have you been wrestling yourself? I have been wrestling for almost 12 years. Really? 12 years. I. Uh, what I was, got you into that? 
So uh, my godfather was a man by the name of Eddie Bond. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Bond ran a radio station in Memphis. Uh, he hired a, a local artist to kind of do the nighttime DJ and whatnot. And that local artist met Jerry Fargo. And then that local artist put on a crown and became one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about. So uh, He was here and we discussed a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with uh, Eddie... Um, he introduced me to Brian Christopher, mm-hmm. and then Brian uh, had a school, the Memphis Wrestling Academy, along with Kevin White in Henderson, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and just kind of a full circle thing. Eddie helped Lawler, and now Eddie helped me, and it was just a rocket ship. Me and Brian became absolute best friends. We lived together for a couple of years. Um, if it wasn't for Brian Christopher, man, none of this or Bam Bam Bundy would be possible. Yeah, and when Josh and I were reviewing some of your stuff online, at least, it looked like you're, I mean, obviously you got the belt center of the champion, but look, you're really active in that organization. Like, Yeah, I try, I try to be, man, because you can't get anywhere if you're just there to make money. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to give out your brand. You have to be the, the, the company that people can rely on, and that's what this has been. For, unfortunately, last year we lost Burt Prentice, who was probably the absolute greatest promoter ever in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I worked for Burt for 10 years. I was able to learn through Burt how to, how to do the promotions, how to work the town, how to talk to the sponsors. And that's the great thing about Tennessee Championship Wrestling. The, the owner, Casey Gold, has done the same thing. So it, it's kind of like USA has never left. But it's it's still a new school feel to it, and mm-hmm. that's what I truly enjoy about it all. Well, you know, I will say it says a lot for you that you were willing to even come here, because I'm sure if you're coming from Selner, it's a, it's a little hike, and um, we, you know, so and I noticed even on the coverage that it talks about, it didn't specifically say Tipton County, but you know, Tipton I'm sure would be open to it, and uh, there's a lot of wrestling fans here that would probably come see your Man, thing. Man, you know, we actually uh, used to do before the pandemic. Uh, we used to do the fundraiser for the Covington Chargers mm-hmm. uh, baseball team. Okay, and that's actually where my favorite match I've ever had take place. Mm-hmm. I got to wrestle Brian Christopher for the main event in Covington. Okay, and it, it's very rare that I got to work Brian in the main event because if you had Brian, you had Jerry. But I, I don't. I can't remember. Of course, this is five, six years ago with Brian being passed for about four now. But Jerry had uh, something to do that night. We wound up being the main event. Man, it was probably the most classic match I've ever had. Sweet. So good memories then of Covington. Yes, and, yeah. and Covington's always been a fantastic crowd to us. We want to get back over here. Um, I don't know if we just kind of lost communication with the people that were doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, everything was going through Burt and. When, when Bert passed, unfortunately, a lot of us didn't get to pick up the, the right contacts. Well, I'm open to talking with you about the Comic-Con, having you guys in some capacity here, whether it's just at a table promoting or... Uh, Man, I got an 18 by 18 in my backyard. I don't okay. think we won't set it up, and I won't get some of these guys to come do it. Y'all well, are the week after our show. We yeah, got, got yeah. nothing else to do. Well, I'm very open to it, and I hadn't gotten confirmation from Jerry Lawler yet on attendance, but last year he was very interested when he found... Well, when I did the interview with him, he was very interested in coming because it's so close for him to yeah. come. Yeah, and it's so hard to get something like what y'all are doing mm-hmm. here. Um, it's a very niche organization, but people don't realize how many people are truly into that, especially mm-hmm. in the West Tennessee area. Yeah, man, we had great turnout. Like I, we, we were only expecting maybe a thousand people tops and we did, I, my background is promoting too, but it's, uh, I promoted MMA fights. Okay. So I own a martial arts school and I actually, Josh reminded me earlier, I've told the story like five times, but early in the, the, the MMA promotions I was doing, they were amateur MMA events. Um, I was having trouble filling the cards because back then it wasn't like it is now. Not everybody did jujitsu and kickboxing and all this stuff. So what I did is I had pro wrestling. 
So I actually had Bill Dundee come and do a, a match. And I've told several stories on it, but you'd probably appreciate this. One of them, he didn't know me. You know, he didn't know who I was or anything. And uh, he showed up, and I was at the time being the announcer. I was the referee. You know, I'm trying to run everything. I got a few people helping, but I was doing wearing all the hats. And so he had showed up late, and we were at the time for his match, and I introduced him, and he doesn't come out. And so one of the – finally a runner from out back, this guy comes up who had been staging the fighters – and he goes, he wants to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm literally in here. What does he want? He said, he wants to get paid now. He wanted to be paid first. <laughs> so so we, I ran back there. We got him paid. He comes out, and I'm the referee in the match. And I've never refed a pro wrestling match, right? And But this is a dream come true for me because I grew up as a kid watching him and Jerry Lawler right. and all of them wrestle. And so this is – I'm in the ring with Bill Dundee. And he was wrestling uh, Brian um, – flying Brian Collins from around here, this area. And uh, he'd wrestled in the Memphis wrestling a lot as a heel. Anyway – so we're in the ring, and uh, we're, we're he, they're doing their deal, and they're going back and forth. Well, at, at some point, another coach that was kind of an enemy team of my team throws a chair into the ring, just off the cuff. He comes up, throws a chair in the ring, and Bill Dundee picks it up, and he's kind of holding it, and he sort of acts like he's going to hit me. So I jump, spin kick it out of his hands. And then when I, when, he, when I did that, his eyes lit up, and he knew that I knew something. And he was like, he says, do it again, do it again. And he gets and he comes at me and does it again. And I kicked it again. And then he started, instead of playing Colin, started playing off me. And oh, it was like a dream come true for me because I got to be in there with him. Because uh, he saw the crowd knew me and liked me, and so he, he played off that. But anyway, that was, uh, that was my first introduction and, I guess, personal experience in, uh, in the wrestling. But, yeah, man, I mean, there are people around here are huge wrestling fans yes. still. And some, of the, and some of the biggest houses we've drawn have been here in Covington. Uh, yeah. We've been fortunate enough to bring Covington, uh, Jerry Lawler's Batman, and uh, the mm-hmm. Joker. Yeah. Uh, Joker managed by another crooked lawyer uh being lucky pete larson i'm mm-hmm. sure you'll you'll get a nice feel of him he's is not that gonna... the is that the one that i saw on there that was talking smack at one point yeah yeah okay so because yeah because look you know i'm the kicking lawyer yeah and i don't know if you've seen any of my stuff but i'm a legitimate kicking lawyer and uh so you know i don't like lawyers giving us a bad name and i'd even thought about challenging him because I, I don't appreciate Man, other look, I just like that. I just took this belt right here off of one of Lucky P's guys. Mm-hmm. I'd have I'd love nothing more than you to be on my in my corner. Mm-hmm. Lucky Pete go to do something and you just spin kick him. But I got one request because mm-hmm. I have seen your stuff. Can you bring the pig? I, I, I love <laughs> yeah. whiskey, man. Whiskey is the most over thing with me. I, yeah, yeah. I love the commercials with it. Yeah, the problem with whiskey now is getting her to move around. <laughs> She's gotten a lot bigger than in the commercials. Uh, so we were planning to do another commercial with her soon. But, uh, I mean, so she lives in the house with me. Like, she's my pet pig. She's my real pet. Yeah. And uh, she literally, there's, I have a, it's like a book room. It's sort of like a walkthrough we made into a book room. Anyway, she stays in there. That's where she likes. She's got a bed and she barely gets up. Like I can't even get her to want to go outside. She's so lazy. Mm. So I have to pick her. She's so big. I can't hardly get her up now. And then I have a wagon. I pull her around in, but you know, we'll see. I I would be glad to to have your back on all that. Is it a red wagon? No, it's black, uh, but it does say Whiskey the Law Hog on it. So I was going to say, you know, Brian Christopher had that famous thing back in the 90s with the uh-huh. Red Wagon. Man, we could have put the pig, the belts. We could have just <laughs> yeah, combined yeah. everything, kicking lawyer and wrestling completely, man. I like it. Well, I told Josh, I said, the kicking lawyer brand is kind of already ready to be a pro wrestler. Man, I think it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> when I saw it, like, like I said, I saw it through our mutual friend Dave, and I was like, is he really doing the pose, or is it something mm. like he got a trampoline to, you know, uh-huh. to do it? And when I saw the action out of it, I was like, okay, this guy actually knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. Well, so next week, I'm gone the whole week. I'm in I'm a seventh degree in taekwondo. And then okay. I've done all kinds of other stuff. And then I did pro MMA for a while. And anyway, next next week in, in taekwondo to become a senior master. I'm a master already. 
to be a senior master the next level, you have to go through this week of training where they beat you and you don't eat and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I leave Monday for Orlando for that training. And uh, my point is I'm still active in it. So even though I'm 43 and I'm not a spring chicken, like even the video we, we posted uh, today that Josh did the new commercial for the seller, I'm kicking folks and stuff in it. And I still... I'm still full splits, full – I can still do all the stuff. I'm still super active in all of it. I don't know if you know um, – have you ever heard of Congaree? Yeah, no. So Congaree is Passeroo. Yes. And I started in – that was the second system I did. So I'm a second Don Black Belt in Passeroo. Oh, I'm sweet. a first Don. Uh, Jade Martial Arts. I was trained by Ben Saunders, Rob mm -hmm. Winfrey, and, of course, Congaree himself. Some of those names I heard. I, I trained by uh, – before he he passed year. So I started when uh, – I think it was eight when I started Passeroo. I did Gojuru first. That's mm -hmm. what I started with Okinawa Gojuru. is a local guy here named Rick David that I took from for a little while, but I was a little bitty. I was like six. And I didn't like it, to be honest. No offense on him. It was that it was adult-oriented, and they didn't do anything really kid-focused, and I was a little kid. Right. And so I just didn't like the repetition, and they yelled at you. And anyway, so then I ended up doing Pasaru, and I liked it a lot more because they kicked like in the Karate Kid. You got to kick more. And I got um, – I took Pasaru for a long time, and I took under Barbara Davis, Master Barbara Davis. Yes. She yes. was first female master in the system. I trained with her in Memphis and with Kangri at his the popular location. Yes. The old place. Train there. Um, anyway, great memories of it. And I got to brown belt with my instructor patch. But I was, I think I was only, I think 11 or 12. And I didn't, we, we, the problem we had was the original place I started training at was here in Covington. It shut down. And so we had to drive to Memphis for me to train. Mm -hmm. And then around 12, 13, there was a, a Taekwondo place here in Covington that opened up. And I just ended up started going to that Taekwondo place. And especially nowadays, man, that gas would have just eaten you alive. Oh man, there's no way I could do it. But, yeah, man, I, I was fortunate enough to train under Congaree with Ben Saunders and, like I said, Rob Winfrey out of Somerville. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely loved it. But, uh, as you know, you can only get so many competitions a mm -hmm. year. I can wrestle 400 nights a year, man. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, I know there's 365, but I mean, I can wrestle 400 times a year. Yeah. You know, we double up on some Sundays. Well, it's man, it's very athletic. Yes. The, the wrestling, you know, and people go back and forth on – debating if it's entertainment and i mean but it's athletic no matter what exactly no matter how you look at it. and it's dangerous very dangerous it, it, like I, I tell people this all the time and i think people think because of my background as a marsh as an mma guy and a kickboxer and martial arts and all that that it's like a lot of those guys will frown on pro wrestling but to me in some ways pro wrestling is even harder because you and i have to be in sync you know, you have to be working with the other person, and if not, people can get severely injured. And then a lot of the stuff you guys do, man, is very athletic and very difficult to pull off. So, anyway, my hat's off. I always had tons of respect for people that do professional wrestling. You know, and, and my, I, what I tell people, the hardest part about professional wrestling is if you go into MMA and they give you five rounds, well, you don't know if that's going to go five rounds. Mm -hmm. um, if you go to any other sport, you don't know how long it's supposed to take. With TV and what we do, we have to go that amount. Mm -hmm. Now, is it predetermined? Is it whatever? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I'm 400 pounds, man. I can't put ropes up to me when I do my backflip off the top rope. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know, let's be honest here. If I was in the ring with you and you're 400 pounds and whatever martial arts I think I know, if you decided to change the outcome, you could. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's preordained to some degree, but I'm sure there's matches where you guys get you know, a little frustrated and things change. Very much so. Yeah. And th I think that's what's helped me was I came from martial arts to learn the discipline mm -hmm. before I got into wrestling, being that wild child. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of that with the guys coming up nowadays is guys think they know everything about the wrestling business mm -hmm. and then they get in there and they realize they don't know jack squat. Yeah. 
Well, I, so I was in one of the, a matter of fact, one of the, uh, the wrestling matches we were watching before you got here was in Metropolis, Illinois. Yes. And I was there, not at the match, or didn't realize I was there at the match, but I went for the Superman celebration and uh, saw the guys there. And there was a wrestler there. I don't know if he's out of your group, but he. the reason I looked him up is he was dressed as Homelander from The Boys. I don't know if you watched that show. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good superhero show on Amazon Prime. Don't let kids watch it, but it's a good adult show. Yeah, anyway. Definitely don't let kids watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, but, was it, is, it, is that the pink... No, this guy is kind of like an off-brand Superman outfit. He's like a evil okay. Superman. His, okay. his, uh, his, his cape is a flag. Was it the blonde guy? Yes. Blonde guy, Justin Lee. Yes, That's sir. That's who he is. is. So then I looked him back up and saw that he was a wrestler. Yeah, and was there. But he looked like he knew what was up. Yeah, man. He, he uh, had a great time that weekend with Justin. Uh, hats off to him, man. Uh, we had some crazy things going on at a show called Hog Rock, and if it wasn't for Justin Lee, I think some of the girls would have actually got hurt by some of the, the outrageous fans. Oh, really? But thank, super thankful for him. Uh, incredible guy, man. Great talent. Very fluid in the ring, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said one of the best things is, you know, wrestling is nothing but cosplay. Mm-hmm. We, we, we go play a different character. Mm-hmm. And he, he's spot on with it, man. He had the Batman stuff. He had the, the outfits you saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a Joker outfit that he wrestled in one night. I mean, the guy's very, very entertaining. It's mm-hmm. a great talent to have. Yeah, when I was little, I remember – and, and, and another question I want to ask, I guess, before I get to that sidebar. So explain this to me. I'm aware of how back in the day you, – you, you, you correct me here, okay, because I'm going to tell you what I think and you tell me if I'm right or wrong because I'm just asking. I don't know. My understanding is in like the 70s, 80s, or even before that, 60s, 70s, 80s, it was very regional. You had sort of families that sort of controlled the way wrestling was in this area, this region, this region, this region. And then Vince McMahon – who controlled up, I think, in the New York area or somewhere around there, all of a sudden started trying to pull the the, the, the best talent from different shows and create his own big you know, w, uh, WWF at the time. And then it, it obviously put pressure on the smaller organizations. Is that still sort of – I get you got the pro-pro level, right? You got the TNA and the WCW and, or W – not W uh, – what's the other one now? W – what are they now? WWE. WWE, yeah, WWE. WWE. And uh, Impact Wrestling are the, yes. the top three. So you got those guys up up at the top level, but are there still, I guess, still on the the local level? Are there these regional shows? Is that kind of how it is? In a way, yes, there are. Uh, 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 they try to be very territorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really necessarily work that way because we as wrestlers look at it as at the end of the day, we just want to come out and entertain you. We just want to go have really good wrestling matches with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got people that run Dyersburg, Ripley. You got about five companies in Memphis that all try to claim Memphis. Uh, luckily, Tennessee Championship Wrestling is not very a territorial thing, but you know we run Jackson, Tennessee, Dixon, Tennessee, Selmer, and we try not to run on top of each other because again, uh, a promoter and a promoter can be friends, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like with your lawyering. You know, you're not going to go into a court against somebody that works here in Covington and just bash each other and mm-hmm. kill each other's business. You're going to work together so you both can make the money and mm-hmm. not step on each other's toes. And that's kind of what it is at this point. Now, it, some guys do lose the vision and think they can run over absolutely everybody mm-hmm. and put their shows and go pay to be on TV in somebody else's area. And they learn very quickly that it's not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it be the the guys start revolting because they're not getting paid what they should be getting paid, or you know just the fans themselves going, "Why are y'all here? We we, we want to come see y'all, but y'all are a special attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't come stepping on the toes of the people. You know, uh, you got something in Trenton going on right now. They got two companies that both claim that they own Trenton, and you know 
Gibson County, Trenton. It's got 1,500 people. What do you really own? Mm-hmm. Both of them are fantastic companies with fantastic talent. But the business mind of it is, what do you really own? Mm-hmm. You know, the fans are going to decide to go where they want to go. And at the end of the day, some of the Trenton fans will decide not to go to either one of them and go travel 50 miles to Selmer to come watch TCW. Yeah. So on the, the talent, is there are there still active – I know Ripley at one time had one. Are there active schools and places people can go to be trained up? There are. Um, or, or how do y'all how do you how do you get your talent? You get somebody you think looks kind of charismatic or athletic, shows interest, and then you guys work. You have somebody that sort of trains them up, or in a way. Now Tennessee Championship Wrestling has a great relationship with Jacob Pritchard's Wrestling Academy out of Knoxville, Tennessee, which is owned by Glenn Jacobs, the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and Dr. Tom Pritchard, who, in my opinion, should be a WWE Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they send us a lot of their great talent that comes out of their school. They drive from Knoxville all the way over here. That's a six-hour drive for wrestler pay. I know you've heard the stories. Wrestlers don't get paid a lot. Yeah. The Rock's made that clear. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Kane over there in Knoxville? Is yes, that's yeah, Kane. That's Glenn Jacobs is Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got uh, – there's a great school in Dyersburg with Greg Anthony, pro wrestling Mid-South. He, he produces some talent. Uh, what we're fortunate enough is the wrestler connection is a lot of travel. So we're fortunate enough to get guys from other areas that come through. And if they're great, we keep booking them. If not, hey, man, at least you let us see your talent. You got the Mm -hmm. fans to see you. Because at the end of the day, I can think you're a horrible wrestler, but if the fans love you and the fans are willing to pay to see you, then by God, you know, at the end of the day, let's make the punk company some money. Yeah. But we we are fortunate enough to get certain talents from certain areas. Uh, There's a, a place in Memphis, I think, that trains. I don't know who does it. Um, you've got, uh, I think it's tried and true. I, I, I work for so many places and there's so many things I'm trying to make sure I get the right companies. Cause otherwise I'll get a text message on Facebook here in a minute of you buried me. Mm. Um, but I, I think it's tried and true up around the, the Nashville area, but th- that's where I would start, you know, Greg Anthony, Dr. Tom Pritchard and the, the place in Nashville, if you're looking to be a wrestler and that's where we look for. We're not um, we're not your lower level independents, you know. We're, we're not the guys that don't take this seriously and only do this to say that we're a wrestler. Mm-hmm. We're guys that travel eight nine hours a piece, you know, multiple weekends, and then come back home and try to get what little bit of family time for we're back on the road. Mm-hmm. So you have a family, I guess. Um, I mean, I do have a family. Uh, <laughs> I just meant, I just meant, I didn't know. I, Again, I always know. I, I, I sort of hinted at the beginning. I don't know when I talk with you guys. If I'm talking to Bam Bam Bundy, who may not have a family, or well, <laughs> to Grant, that they at the end of the day, uh-huh. uh, I've been fortunate enough. Uh, I get to marry my best friend. Uh, I just got engaged to Courtney, who's been my best friend for four years. Um, Congratulations! Thank you. Um, we do divorce law too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, like I said, my father was a lawyer, and uh, that's been the biggest key to me, man. I, I got to see how many divorces go so mm-hmm. south that if it's not 100% true all the way, that I never wanted it. Mm-hmm. And this is the first one that I've ever wanted it with. Uh, I have a beautiful mother, a fantastic stepfather. Uh, they're some of the greatest people anybody in the world will ever meet. Uh, we call my stepfather the wizard. I mean, he's just so mythological and He's one of the coolest guys. I mean, he's really stepped up since my dad's been gone. Um, but as far as any other family, that's just all I have. I don't have any kids, so I get to do the wrestling. I get to travel everywhere mm-hmm. I want to. Uh, I'm just now 30 years old. 
Well, I was asking kind of because I think so. My kids grew up in a martial arts school because we also own the mar- the the one I advertise is mine. Okay, I figured I own the martial <laughs> arts school, and so my kids kind of grew up in it. And uh, uh, you know, they went to some tournaments and stuff. But I'll just tell you this: is I was curious if you had kids and if this was the experience with you being a pro wrestler. And if not, it will be. I think you'll experience. So my kids didn't think it was cool that I was this fighter guy, right? And, um, like, I remember Austin, matter of fact, he's clerking. He walked through here a minute ago. He's trying to go to law school. He just got married. But when he was little, he'd come in. Uh, the, we were at Sunday school, and they came and got me out of Sunday school one day. And they were like, you got to come here. Your son just kicked this kid in the face. And I was like, oh, no, you know, what, what happened? Well, he wasn't feeling good that morning. And I remember that he wasn't feeling well. Well, we go over there, and so I'm talking to Austin. And I'm like, Austin, why did you kick this kid in the face? And he was like, well, Daddy, what he said was, he said, Daddy, his, his daddy needs to work on his blocking. And what he meant, he didn't know that other dads didn't do martial arts right. all the time. And he just assumed this kid, and the kid was screwing with him, and he kind of just kicked at him and ended up hitting him, and I don't think he intended to. But my point was, to him, that wasn't unique. So I'm wondering, I'm curious as if you end up with kids or other wrestlers that have kids, if they just don't think it's the coolest thing. You know? we, we think it's fantastic, man. Uh, we love uh, some of the other wrestlers that do have kids. I love mm-hmm. getting in there and rolling around with the kids in yeah. the ring after the show. Uh, I've got two goddaughters that will clothesline you like Uncle Bundy clotheslines you. <laughs> yeah. uh, or they'll chop you. That's the two big things I'm famous uh-huh. for is chops and the, the clotheslines. And them girls will do it. Yeah. Them girls are about 55 pounds, but they'll get about 300 pounds with that <laughs> clothesline. I absolutely love it. Well, I, I'm sure you chopped your way to some of these. So tell me about the belts. So, uh, well, we'll start with this one since you were at the show. Mm-hmm. just didn't realize it. I, uh, th- I, was, I won this at Superman Fest uh, for Tennessee Championship Wrestling. Uh, this one back here, I won in uh, Sardis, Mississippi, for Mississippi Championship Wrestling. And then this one here is a very special title to me. Now, this is the Billy Pace Memorial Heavyweight Championship. And it's a company based from the uh, the Pace family, which is a great family out of Clarksville, Miss, uh, Clarksville Tennessee. Sorry, And their son was brutally murdered. Mm. Um, very big case. I'll probably tell you about it off air just because, you know, I don't want to put other people's business out there for the world. Mm-hmm. But um, fantastic company, fantastic people. Um, I've done every show they've ever had. Uh, I'll, I'll be missing my first show in August, and that's just because I'll be at the gathering in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, going for another title. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. So when you win the titles out of these areas – who decides if you can put that title on the line? Is, is, uh, the, the companies do. Okay, so they could. So even if it was an out of area show, but you know, one of them you think I, said, I think you said Missouri, uh, Mississippi, yeah, Mississippi, they could say, hey, okay, yeah, you could unify them or whatever. Or yeah, they up. could. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a um, a lot of companies just book me, mm-hmm. and if they don't have a title match, they are more than welcome to contact any of the companies, ask them if it's okay. It's not like they're going to charge them anymore because it gives the belts publicity. It gives mm-hmm. the, that company a championship match to have, and it gives me a, a credible opponent most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I get to have some of the best matches that I've had. Well, I like your belts. I actually have had several belts made. When we were doing the fight company, I had custom belts made. And then more recently, my law partner, Dave, that you know, is the people's champ. <laughs> and he might have saw his belt when you come in. I saw got, I saw one. I didn't know what it was that's about. What it but is. Yeah, he's the people's champ. So now they're not as cool as these belts. But the uh, only belt I have that's missing is uh, this year I won the uh, the Memphis Barbecue Wrestling Championship. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, we did the barbecue wrestling out there in uh, the Liberty Land Park or whatever it is. Mm. But uh, my mom laid claim to that one. My mom has <laughs> a special. Uh, 
memory about the Memphis barbecue thing. So uh-huh. as soon as she saw that, she just janked that from me. And she's like, if you need it defended, I'll ship it to you. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm sort of jealous over the belts because when I, I fought professionally in the MMA, and, and you know when you're professional, you're making money on it, but none of them were title matches. And there was this one promoter that the last fight I did wanted me to – I was basically retired and wanted me to come – I was in law school, wanted me to come out and fight a guy because I was a good draw. But mostly because people wanted to see me get whipped, but either way, as long as I was there, right? So anyway, uh, I was like, yeah, but you got to make it some kind of – make up some titles. I want a belt. I want a belt. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get a belt, though. He didn't make up any belts. So uh, anyway, I'm, you know, the, I'm jealous. The, the awesome thing about this one right here specifically is uh, – and I'll pull it to the camera a little bit, but – this was made by the legendary Ace of Belts, Dave Milliken. Is and he the guy that made like historically makes? Yeah, the belts? man. Uh, you know, back in the day, they were made by guys like Reggie Parks and mm-hmm. uh, a few others. But Dave, uh, his most notable claim right now is the AEW World Title. Mm-hmm. He made that beautiful triple stack gold and silver. It's absolutely a, a great thing. And Dave, he's from uh, Drummonds. Mm-hmm. So he's from the area, fantastic belt maker. I don't know where these two got made, unfortunately, but I've just, well, I've had, a history. Good. Yeah, I've just had a history with this one for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Matt Riviera and t- traditional championship wrestling. When he kind of folded that, him and his friend Casey Gold was allowed to use the same initials. Of course, Tennessee Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. and man, it's a, it's a fantastic belt. Throws off that old uh, inter- uh, intercontinental title vibes, mm-hmm. and I just that's always been one of my favorite belts, the white strapped intercontinental that Shawn Michaels had. So speaking of that, that as a question I was going to ask you, and I asked Jerry Lawler this, if you were to look through all the wrestling matches you've watched or been in, what do you what stands out to you as your personal favorite? I'll go with two of them. My absolute personal favorite match for me, like I said, was Brian Christopher here in Covington. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was the first time we got to wrestle each other. It proved that the student did learn a lot from the teacher, and I was able to really step my my uh, my level of what Bam Bam Bundy truly is up. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite match ever, and it goes down to being the type of psychology match that it was, but Kenny Omega and Kazushika Okada from mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. is probably the best wrestling match I've ever seen. Hmm, I've not, never seen it. Not for the the technical aspect. It's always going to be Steamboat and Flair. Mm-hmm. Technical wrestling match will always be Steamboat and It's funny and you say that because that was before Hogan and uh, – or was it before – was that the Hogan and uh, Andre Giant one or was that WrestleMania 3? WrestleMania 3 was uh, 87. I think uh, I think Flair Steamboat was 89. Okay. Well, what I, I just watched something on that. I watch a lot of stuff on pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. A history of it, especially the 80s. I really loved all that. And that specific match came up because they were talking about how Hogan, I think, was against Macho Man. Maybe that's who the main event was. And it's the interview is Hogan saying that they weren't trying to upstage him or whatever. And then they immediately cut to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we were trying to steal the show. Yeah. And it was like the most technical match ever. I, yeah, so it's it funny Star- you say that. I think it was Starca- Starcade. But, yeah, man, that's, that's always going to be the most technical match. But if you go through looking at what – wrestling is today what the entertainment aspect of it what the uh, uh, athletic ability is please go watch omega okada mm-hmm. it, it's fantastic i think you, dave you, uh, dave melcher gave it even seven stars you watch any of the japanese stuff yes okay. that, that's where this comes that's from because those guys wrestling. i knew have, are very athletic and yes. very fl- they do a lot of it reminds me of uh I it's gonna be bad i can't remember his name 619 uh, uh Ray mysterio. Ray mysterio yeah 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 because i always love so my my children 
went through a phase, Austin again, the one I was talking about, he went through a wrestling phase. He's a big WWE guy. And so we went to Rawls and all that stuff, and he was a big Rey Mysterio fan. His favorite was, uh, uh, I want to say Triple H was his favorite. I, I hope I don't get it wrong. He, it was a group of them he liked. He liked Triple H. He liked Randy Orton. He liked uh, a lot of those guys from a few years ago in WWE. So, uh, and WWE is a, a fantastic company, man. I mean, you, you don't make billions of dollars and be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they've got some business things going on now, but that doesn't take away from the product that they have. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, for better or worse, Vince McMahon definitely brought wrestling. I, I, I think he gave it more prominence. You yes. know, if anything, he made, brought more awareness to it. Kind of yes. like Dana White with the UFC. There's similar stuff there. There's a lot of fighters that are upset with the UFC because they feel like they're not paid appropriately when the owners are just, you know, multi-million billionaires, and they feel like they're just getting chump change. You know, but at the same time, there is something to be said for the person who had the vision and organized it and pulled it together. And then also saying that, I think most of those people in that position, either a Dana White or a Vince McMahon, man, that's probably a ruthless dude. You know, to get to that level and to be able to – I mean, he had to step all over folks. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I WWE's it is what it is, but it's made some – I mean, look at The Rock, man, Yeah, what he's done. I mean, he's a freaking top level – I mean, he's basically Arnold nowadays. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, and I started from wrestling. But, and you know, I don't know how, how you are personally, but I was always taught, man, you can be one of two things. You can be liked or you can be successful. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, God's honest truth. You can be liked or you can be successful. And sometimes at the end of the day, you have to step on toes. You have to Mm -hmm. do what's best for you because at the end of the day, I have to pay my bills. I have to make the travel. I have to put my body on the line. How can somebody else tell me what that's worth? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm the same way as a lawyer. And the kicking lawyer brand thing that I do has been very successful here in my area. And we're growing it. Like we have an office in Somerville and we're working towards where you guys are. Um, but other lawyers don't like it. A lot of the lawyers mm-hmm. don't don't like it. And but I've said this multiple times. Because it works better than their ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dave will tell you that. Uh, uh, you know, they're not. I say the same things. They're not signing my check. So I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is people that work with me and for me and my family and the clients. Yeah. You know, I want to take care of clients, do a good job for them, and they relate more to this sort of making fun of myself, kicking lawyer thing. So it works for me. But you're right. And, you know, and that's the good thing about me is not only do I have these, but I also run a promotion myself. I run Absolute Pro Wrestling with two other guys, me and Jason Prentice and Brandon mm-hmm. Eubanks. And they're, they're also the people that are coming in to help me with this show on August the 12th. Mm-hmm. And being able to be with Jason and Brandon to understand that, Hey guys, at the end of the day, we may piss each other off, mm-hmm. but we're all doing it because we want to make money. We want to be successful. Uh, we run out of Waterloo, Iowa, and Fort Dodge, Iowa, mm-hmm. and there's only like three other wrestling companies in Iowa. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more of a challenge for them to pull the loyals and do what they have to do. Whereas here, we've got 18 companies in West Tennessee, and all the same fans go to all the same shows. Yeah. So you're guaranteed to draw some type of money. Mm-hmm. There, Iowa's just wide open with nothing but very, very stinky fertilized uh, uh, fields and talent that you only have so much talent for these companies. Mm-hmm. And if you've got all four companies running the same weekend, you may not be able to get the same talent. 
and they won't even they, they can all run and not be on top of each other whereas here you know oh well you ran on friday and i was going to run on friday and it just causes a whole big issue have you been on a card or been around anybody that knows dan the b severin you familiar with i have been on the card with dan the b severin okay, uh, cool. i've done uh like i said the gathering where i'm going in uh charlotte north carolina um Martin D'Amato runs one of the absolute best conventions and wrestling match shows of the weekend. It's a four-day spectacular. They bring in over 200 legends and uh, active independent talent, have great shows, a convention and everything. Uh, Dan was on it. Uh, I think it was just a run-in, you know, but Dan doesn't really do too much more anymore with wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I asked because back in the day, you know, he did MMA – and um, I've talked to him several times. We were trying to work up a seminar, a mixed martial arts seminar, some time ago at my martial arts school, and it just didn't end up working out with travel and stuff with him to get him here. But I knew that he also did the pro wrestling. Yeah. And uh, I want to say he's out of Colorado, uh, Colorado, or Michigan. 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 Okay. He's out of Michigan. That's what it is. Yeah, he's out of Michigan. All right, so let's circle back real quick to that uh, the August card you're talking about, August 12th, right? So uh, give me a rundown of more. You mentioned Jerry Lawler and obviously yourself. So, Who else is going to be on the card? Uh, Memphis's own Danny Dollar, mm -hmm. uh, former EPW champion, part of the, that bridge that we've got. Also from EPW, Trace Hunt, uh, the, the American-made man. Uh, we've got Silas Mason coming in. Um, uh, we've got my partners coming in, Jason Prentice and uh, Brandon the Shank Eubanks. Uh, bringing back James Carver, who is a, a staple in the independent area, especially for this area, coming out of USA Championship Wrestling. Uh, we've got Matt Boyce coming back. Matt hasn't been around in a couple of months. Um, Matt was a huge star for Burt Prentice in USA Championship Wrestling. Wrestled uh, with WWE in their developmental system. Wrestled with Jeff Jarrett over the title numerous times. Um and Dan, and I'll, I'll put the little blame on Danny Dollar here a little bit because Danny Dollar is 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 helping me run it, mm -hmm. but he won't tell me everybody that's on the card. Now we do have two females coming in, and this is what I'm excited about because Amaris Blair is probably going to be the rookie of the year for professional wrestling. She's out of New Orleans, mm -hmm. and the girl is a fantastic star. We've got her going against local talent Autumn um, Autumn Seaton, Marie Storm. Mm -hmm. And that's probably going to be our our showstopper match of the night, to be completely honest with you. Both of these girls are feisty. Both of these girls have great talent. They know what they're doing. Autumn's a third-generation talent. Like I said, if Morris isn't Rookie of the Year, then somebody's not doing their job right. Yeah. Um, I think one of the other guys on there is Mr. Saturday Night, Michael Berry. And I'm just super excited to have him. He's coming over from Arkansas. It's, it's going to be a good night of – true professional wrestling mm -hmm. uh also maddie star which is iowa's biggest star uh independent star he's going to be able to make the trip down with jason and uh, uh brandon and i'm just i'm super excited for all this we're bringing talent that's not generally from around here mm -hmm. but the talent that we are that's bringing from around here is talents you haven't seen in a while because they've been off doing other things and it was talent that made their name here mm -hmm. so this is probably going to be and i'm not to brag but this will probably be the biggest show in summer and you mentioned earlier Jerry Lawler. Yes, Jerry Lawler. I mean, that that right there is it in itself. Uh, Jerry's been a staple in the wrestling business for 50 years. I know, don't get me, don't kill me, King, but it's been noted. Um, but he, um, I can't thank Jerry enough, man. Uh, he, he's been very, very good to me throughout my career. Um, always there to step in and give advice if I ask for it. 
you know, a lot of people are very intimidated to talk to a man like Jerry Lawler. He's yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah, super, that's super what nice I was guy. Say. When I first met him, I mean, locally, I'm I'm relatively known, and I mean, I'm in confrontational situations as a lawyer. I was a cop a long time and fought people, so you would think I don't get nervous. But I was nervous to have him yeah. in here and talk to him. And then he was super cool. He talked to us. I didn't think he would be here but maybe 30 minutes because we usually try to go between 30 minutes and an hour. And, man, he stayed like an hour and a half and was super nice. Yeah. So. Uh, very open. But a lot of people are so intimidated to talk to him. Yeah. And you don't even have to talk to the man about wrestling. I mean, he's probably the greatest artist I've ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. And for him to – want to come do this for the back to school is a big thing. Yeah. Jerry doesn't get excited about a lot of things, but I hear through the grapevine that Jerry's super excited to be coming back, super excited to be in Selmer and super excited for the VIP meet and greet. Uh, I would talk more about that, but we're sold out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, good. Um, is there, are there still tickets for the, the matches? There's, there's still tickets for the general admission. Those will be $10. Um, but I, uh, I may be able to squeeze a couple more seats in when people see this. If you call me, I'll see what I can work out. If mm -hmm. you really just desperately want to do it, the VIP meet and greet gets you guaranteed at the first two rows. And it gets you the meet and greet with Jerry Lawler and all the stars of the night that'll be there. Um, Gonna be a fantastic night, man. I'm, I'm super excited to do this. Sweet. This is my first, my first venture in helping promote in this area, mm -hmm. not as just being the champion, but as being the the business mind behind yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Well, again, I think you'll do well, especially because you were willing to do stuff like come over here and do this because yeah. it's promotion here, and you know, you guys hopefully y'all can share over there and maybe it'll get you some folks. And I think it definitely could get some folks from here because there may be some Tipton County people that weren't even aware of it. They can head over that way. And we haven't even – the greatest thing about this is we haven't even put a poster out yet. Mm -hmm. And you already still sold out the VIP part. That's yeah. Good. And uh, I, I do think we will be doing it this weekend. You know, the the birthday of America, it sounds like the best time in the world to promote a show, going mm -hmm. back to school, get ready to – I know it's a drizzling time to go back to school and buy all the school supplies and whatnot, but come enjoy a family great night. Uh, kids five and under are free. Um, if you're a school-age kid – show your badge uh, or show your school ID at $7. We'll, we'll make it through. It's going to be a great night of professional wrestling. Um, hoping to get some of the local people that have already sponsored. They're, they're going to be involved as well. Some got some tables. Some are doing the banner around the ring. Mm -hmm. uh, so the community itself is super excited about this, and that makes me just as excited because that means if they're excited, willing to, willing to give in and help the sponsor that means they're willing to tell more people about it we're mm -hmm. willing to tell people about them and it's a great unity and working together i was telling josh before you got here that uh we had talked about doing a sponsorship or co-promotion something with you and uh that my brother i have another brother and he's a bigger guy he'd actually probably be a good wrestler me and josh and justin i thought it'd be good for us to come over there and uh, uh see it be be a part of it and and then maybe that lawyer you were talking about, maybe he needs a kick to the team. Man, let me tell you what. <laughs> if you will come to Selmer and you will bring the guys with you, I'll make sure y'all got the tickets. I'll even mm -hmm. squeeze you in the chairs for the VIP, you know, <laughs> since y'all are good Lawler friends. But if you will please kick Lucky P in the face, uh -huh. I think me and every wrestling fan in West Tennessee will absolutely love you forever. Well, he better get to working on his blocking. Man, <laughs> the only, uh, just be, be careful now. He has this thing called a loaded briefcase. Uh-huh. And that thing has knocked me out a few times. It's even taken my hip out. He's the reason I've had to take some doctor visits and some injections. Mm -hmm. But if you could just take that briefcase and kick it in him right in the face, mm -hmm. you know, make his whole face a big giant block, man, I'd appreciate every last bit of it. I think you'd sell more autographs than some of the boys with the rest <laughs> of the fans. Well, well, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I have a new new business venture then. We'll see. 
Uh, well, Grant, it. I really appreciate. It's nice to meet you, man. I yes, like, sir. You're a nice guy. I really, Thank I really you. hope it all goes super well. Thank and, you so and much. And I, I really, I seriously appreciate that you'd come over like this. And and that's a really great sign of an entrepreneur too. Somebody that'll step out of the comfort zone, go even out of their way to make sure they're promoting something like that. And and then I know you'll be successful. So most definitely, and man, I, I'd love to come back. Uh, we, yeah, like you said, say, it we was could, we could have you come back even the week before, maybe uh, if you even you have some more of the talent. Another thing we do, we can talk about it off the air, but Josh and I will pre-record shows too. Okay. So like we just set up a time that's convenient for you and whoever you want to bring. We record it and then we post it out. And um, that, that was the only mm-hmm. thing about today. I was going to have a couple guys with me, but it was just so short notice to get mm-hmm. everybody on the same page. But if we know a little bit more in advance, I'd love to get some of the wrestlers here. Sure. Uh, Casey Gold, the promoter of Tennessee Championship Wrestling, even chastised me on the way in. Why didn't you ask me to do it? I'm like, because I, it was last minute, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I would love to. And thank you for your time, man. We greatly yeah. appreciate the platform you've oh, given us to come no, out here and no promote. No problem, no problem. And I, I think you're going to get some folks from our area that will come out because of it. It's August 12th. It's August the 12th. Selmer. Selmer, that's a Friday night. Uh, we, we picked that night specifically because that's the last Friday night before football season mm-hmm. here in West Tennessee. And mm-hmm. we all know that everybody in West Tennessee are huge football fans. I mean, go Bolivar Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'll probably get some heat around here for that one. But, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's it's great to be able to, to do this. And thank you all so much for everything you all have done for us, just giving the platform. No problem. And we'll talk about the Comic-Con and stuff, too. So uh, thank, I thank all of you for watching. I hope that you enjoyed it today. Don't forget we're live every Tuesday at 5 o'clock with a new Law Talk. You can always follow us on YouTube. We have, we're on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, etc. And we're on TikTok. You get to see Josh dancing in his underwear and stuff. It's great. I haven't done that not once. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Hey, uh, we can get you some wrestling tights. Yeah. We I can think get you some wrestling maybe, tights. I think that'll be fantastic, Josh, man. I've got a gear maker. Josh should come instead of the pig and be my, my manager backup guy. Josh can be yeah, the backup there you guy. Go. Yeah. There you go. And he then, takes the briefcase shot first, and then you go up yeah, and run yeah. and kick Lucky in the back of the I head. I like it. I would, El Skeletor. There you go. Skeletor. libre. <laughs> Uh, you saw the Comic-Con thing coming up, and of course we want to thank Michelle Allen. She's a longtime sponsor. If you were buying, selling, renting real estate, she'd be glad to help you out. And Mason's High Octane Martial Arts has been located in Covington since 93, and we'd be glad to have you uh, start your own journey to Black Belt there. Uh, don't forget the cellar. I'll be there immediately after this. I'm doing a trivia game, trivia trivia night there at the cellar tonight. And it's located off the square here in Covington. And don't so forget trivia. To check out the new ad. Yeah, we're... the new ad we just dropped. It's got some kung fu fighting in it, and that starts. The trivia starts at 6:30. And of course, if you want your own ad, social media, branding help, all that stuff, Josh is glad to help you with. Oh no. Emergency Amber alert. We all got alert. it. Just blew my ears. Blue alert. So, <laughs> blue alert. Kid. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, somebody shot a cop. Oh, no. That's terrible. Uh, the guy from Nashville. It's a big thing going on right oh, now. Oh, man. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I hate to end on that note. Uh, who have I got next? Oh, well, next week's going to be pre recorded, right? Because we're all out of town. Yeah, Jason Forey. Uh, mm-hmm. For the music on the square that's stuff. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He'll be uh, the pre recorded next Tuesday. And then we'll oh, be yeah. Back. And one last thing. If you're watching this to the end, thank you. But my son, Austin, will be singing at the cellar Friday night. It's free. You just come in, eat, and uh, he actually just recorded an album. And so this Friday, we'd appreciate you guys coming out and supporting him. So. Yeah, and we'll be back live the following uh, Tuesday, which is uh, July 12th with Lynn Jones. Oh, yeah, so. and, and Lynn's super talented, too. Yeah. It'll be nice to have him. Well, again, I thank my guest, Grant, uh, Bam Bam Bundy, for being here. And, and if you need to find me, I'm the only one in the world, the only Bam Bam Bundy in the world. Yeah, check we actually found you on Facebook that way, just yeah, under Bam so, Bam Bundy. Uh, check me out on any of the social media. I'm all through all, all that. You can check me out, Tennessee Championship Wrestling, Absolute Pro Wrestling. And, yeah, that's it, man. That's all I really got for y'all. Cool. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, thank you guys for watching. Keep kicking.
Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.